Welcome to We Need to Talk, conversations on wellness to inspire, relate and enlighten with Coast FM's feel-good breakfast host, Tony Street. Hello there, welcome to We Need to Talk. This is a very special edition because it's the Christmas edition. And I was having a think about what makes Christmas special and a lot of people say to me, what do you do? What do you do around Christmas time? I want to make it a really special moment for my kids, for my grandkids, for myself, for my friends. And so I thought it was absolutely worth going through some of the things that I do. I like to think I'm Mrs. Christmas. It's my favourite time of year. So I'll run you through what I do to make Christmas special. And I think so much of it is a mindset. So I think you've always got to remember for me anyway, that Christmas is a season. It's not a destination to get to quickly. And I remember my mum telling me this when I was quite young. I think it's natural for us to think of Christmas Day as the be-all and end-all. But the reality is you get to Christmas Day and it can really come and go in the blink of an eye. And you've done all this work and all this preparation for this one day and then it just goes. So... The way to fix that, in my mind, is to make sure that the lead up and the anticipation of Christmas is the truly magical part. You have a think about it. If you ever go on a holiday, yes, the holiday is fantastic, but so much of the excitement is the lead into the holiday. You know, oh, we've got three weeks to go. What are we going to do when we get there? What are we going to eat? What are the sights we're going to see? How great is it going to feel when we get on that plane? So I think the lead into the Christmas season needs the most work. So that starts if you're a worker at work, doesn't it? It's the festive vibe. So things like the secret Santa gifts that are exchanged, you know, you could be the employee or the employer that has a Christmas hat on, who has a Christmas morning tea. Uh, I think anything you can do in the workplace to make that time of year feel festive, the better, because it can be quite a stressful time of year. People are working to this imaginary deadline to get things all done and dusted by Christmas. And you don't want it to go so quickly and be so stressed that you don't enjoy it. And then you've got a couple of days before the big day arrives and everyone's flustered. Another way that we celebrate the lead-in at my house is we love to go to carols of some form, whether that's Christmas in the Park, uh, Carols by Candlelight. I remember going to that when I was a young girl at the Bowl of Brooklyn's in Pukekura Park, and I have great, great memories of that. And I think singing... It lets out so many endorphins and when it's Christmas songs or carols particularly, they just make you feel good and I think they switch your brain into Christmas mode. So don't be the person that when they hear the carols in the store goes, oh, the Christmas songs already. If you switch your mindset into thinking, yay, the Christmas songs have started, that means we're in the Christmas season, I think it makes you feel a lot better. If you've got children, whether they're your grandkids or your kids, schools pay a big part, I think, in getting you in the Christmas spirit. Go to the assemblies where they are singing the Christmas songs. It gives you all the feels. To hear children singing Christmas carols is just a wonderful thing. Even the cards that they make in those final couple of weeks that they bring home or the homemade Christmas decorations, it all adds to a vibe. And maybe it's got glitter on it and maybe the glitter gets on the carpet and you look at that glitter and it reminds you that you're in the festive season. It all adds to that atmosphere. Um, I love the Christmas songs on the radio, of course, and I think when you've got the right playlist, it sets the right mood 
shows. And in the in the in the month, I think leading up to Christmas, I would be playing those songs or a v- version of them, just quietly playing in the background. Not that they're, not so they're overpowering, but they have to be playing. So that extends to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day as well. Having those bubbling away in the background, it sets the tone, and I think everyone gets in the mood, and then you have happier people. Right, let's talk about decoration. Now, I am big on this and I understand that not everyone's going to be as huge with the decorations as I am and some might call what I do garish, but I do not think that Christmas is a time to have perfect decorations. Don't get me wrong, we have two trees at our house. We have one real one and we have one artificial tree. And the reason I do that is I love the smell of pine and I love it so much that I'll have the Christmas tree, but I'll also get the Akoya pine candle. I think that is the best one on the market. Uh, you light it and it gives you the Christmas tree smell if you're not going to get a real tree. So what I do is I have the nice tree, the artificial tree, and I like to have that matching in whites and golds. And then I have the real tree that has a hodgepodge of decorations in your traditional red and greens, but it also has all the kids' homemade decorations. And do you know what? This is really interesting because I know a lot of people that won't let the kids do the decorations because they want their tree to look beautiful. When we put up the two trees and you've got my perfect one that's all laid out with all the flash decorations and then the kids do theirs and I help them a bit but it's all red and green and hodgepodge, I swear that their tree looks better. It has the feel that I want on Christmas and that is a feeling of family and love and friendship and togetherness. It doesn't have to be perfect. So I think that's a really good attitude to go into Christmas with as well. My best tip in terms of actual Christmas decorations is to get green garlands. Now I got mine from Interior Warehouse and they have a new Santa shop on Broadway and Newmarket in Auckland and I'm sure you could buy these online too. That's Interior Warehouse. Now the green garlands is something I've only used in the last maybe five years. So what you do with these is you put them across your mantelpiece or across, you twirl them around your banisters, you can put them across your buffet tables and then you put fairy lights through them. And it just brings your house together. It really does. And it means that you can have Christmas decorations in lots of different parts of your house. And they're quite it's quite subtle. It just brings greenery into the house and you don't have to have big blow-up snowmans. Don't get me wrong, I do love that too. Um, this is something I've added in the last couple of years. I can't remember whether we got them from Bunnings or Mitre 10. I've got a blow-up candy cane, a reindeer, and what that does is it signals to the rest of the street and the suburb that we are a Christmas house. And I think when you're the Christmas house, people smile at you, and they love the fact that you're going overboards. Kids, when they walk past, they smile and they want to come up and they want to touch the Santa. And I love that because what that does is that encourages a sense of community, and that is the feel at Christmas that makes you have the warm fuzzies. That's what I think anyway. One more tip. So you've got your garlands, you've got your blow-ups outside, and obviously you've got your lovely trees. I also like to put a sheet of lighting underneath my mantelpiece. So we just put put up a, a few temporary hooks and we get a sheet of fairy lights and you can get You can get plain ones, you can get ones that are like little stars and that sets the mantelpiece alight and it looks like one of those old school Christmas cards. So if you are wanting to give your lounge the wow factor and you have a version of a mantelpiece, I highly recommend doing that as well. You're listening to We Need to Talk, conversations on wellness with Coast FM's breakfast host, Tony Street. 
just back to the decoration side of things. Making traditions at Christmas, I think, is really important, particularly if you've got young people. Like I said earlier, I remember going to Carols by Candlelight. I remember the things we did as a family. And the more you repeat them, the more they get ingrained in people's memories. And it's a fond memory for them. And it's something that they will remember for the rest of their lives. And one of the things we do is we I take the kids to pick a decoration each. They get to pick one each every year. And we have so much fun every year talking about the Christmas decoration they chose the previous year. And quite often we're poking fun at it. And in my house, my eldest daughter always seems to pick the ugliest decoration she can find. (laughs) My middle daughter will always go for the prettiest, shiniest thing she can find. So it will always be very blingy. And then my little boy, he's only five, but he usually picks something that is relating to an animal. And it's really cool to see their personality change and develop year on year. And you can see that coming out in the decoration that they choose. I am very much into custom-made decorations as well. So we've recently been on a work trip. We went to Hawaii, very lucky, took some very deserving people for coast. And while I was there, I got a Hawaiian decoration and it had a little Hawaiian person um, in each all dressed up in traditional dress and it was for the five members of my family and I got it handwritten. It was really cheap. It was about $20. And now we can look at that fondly every year and the kids love putting those on the tree. Right, food. Let's talk about food. Food traditions are really important because it gets the banter happening amongst family, particularly if you're in a family where, you know, coming together can be tense at times and people are stressed and they're tired at that time of year. But if you're in charge of the pavlova and you always are, it becomes a great topic of conversation. It also really shares the load. And the banter starts pre-Christmas. Oh, Tony, are you going to make your traditional pavlova? I usually make a pav. I took that on from my mum. I make a trifle. And the reason I make a trifle is because I don't really make it. I just, you know, put it together. I assemble it. I get I get the bought custard because I don't think you can beat that thick meadow fresh custard. I buy the bought sponges from the supermarket. I put some cheap jelly in the bottom and it is the most delicious thing. And the best thing about a big trifle is that it lasts for days. You can be having it, you know, a week later and it. I think it actually gets more delicious. A gingerbread house is a wonderful thing to make with the kids. Word of warning, you're probably best to buy one that you assemble because making a gingerbread man, man house is very difficult. I've tried it a couple of Christmases and it all ends up just in a mushy mess on the bench. Still delicious, but it doesn't look pretty. But kids love decorating them. I just want to reiterate the point of delegating because if you delegate gifts, uh, dishes at Christmas, then that means you have less stress. People feel proud of the dish that they are bringing and I think it just puts a bit of responsibility on everyone and then you have a far better day. I also like to do baking plates for loved ones as gifts and this is a really good cost-effective way to give a gift at Christmas and look we're in a cost of living crisis and it is expensive at the moment so a plate is a great idea. What I like to put on my baking plate and this is something that I've done every year and people will often say to me, Tony are you going to give me your apricot truffle balls? These are the easiest things in the world and I'll get these recipes up. It's basically crushed super wine biscuits with some dried apricots, some condensed milk and some uh, coconut but they are delicious 
and you put that on a festive plate and you can buy lots of really cheap festive plates that people can keep from the $2 shop stores, from the warehouse, from Spotlight, from farmers and that's a gift in itself. So they get the plate but they get the baking on it. So what I would put on my plate, apricot truffle balls. I like to make Annabelle Langbein's white chocolate macadamia biscuits. Um, I like to, I've got some chocolate moulds where I just put literally melt Whitaker's creamy milk chocolate and put it into a star and a Christmas tree mould. I make faux Ferrero Rocher, so I make my own, which is melted milk chocolate with Nutella in the middle and chopped nuts on the top. And they are just put again into a chocolate mould. And the best thing at Christmas, in my opinion, is a really, really good recipe for Russian fudge. And the Chelsea sugar Russian fudge recipe is tried and tested. I've made it recently. You can make three or four batches of this at a time, and it goes a very long way because when you're gifting it, two or three pieces of Russian fudge feels like a real treat and it looks spectacular on a baking plate as well. The other thing you can do is you can buy pretty little boxes and from the same stores I just mentioned, the likes of your Spotlight, um, Look Sharp, they have little pretty Christmas boxes. You put a couple or three pieces of fudge in that and give that to a teacher at the end of the year, a friend who's been really special to you throughout the year just to say, hey, thanks. It's such a good time of year to reflect. And I know that when I get given something or I get given um, a piece of baking or a card from someone, I think, oh, that's so sweet. And when you're emotional and tired at the end of the year, I think it makes a real difference. Let's talk about events now that you might go to, places you might visit with family and friends. So for me, growing up, the New Plymouth Festival of Lights was huge on the social calendar. And if you have never been to that, I highly, highly recommend it. It's at New Plymouth's beautiful Pukekura Park and they light it up. It is just magical, all in native bush and you walk around. So it's great exercise as well. It's a good way to get the entire family out and on a balmy night it is one of the best things you can do. We also like to visit the Franklin Road Lights in Auckland. The jury's still out on whether they will actually be doing it this year because I know it was closed off and really missed it during the COVID years. We like to go to a Christmas Eve Christingle service. Um, so during the service, this is what it means, during the service each person takes a Christingle and the candles are all lit to create a warm magical glow symbolising the light of Christ and bringing hope to people living in darkness. And if you consider everything that's going on in the world at the moment, I think, you know, that that's a really nice thing that our family will be doing and the kids love it. And it does. It gives you that warm feeling that I think you can only get on Christmas. So the Christingle is basically an orange and it's got a candle and some colourful bits poking out of it. And I, we always leave that Christmas Eve service feeling really good. And then we come home and then we have a drink and we put on some Christmas carols and it's a great way to kick off Christmas Eve. When I say drinks now, this is a, has been a smash hit for me over the last few years, and that is eggnog. Now, eggnog is something that you read in books, and a lot of people haven't tried it. I would highly recommend it. I've made it for the coasting the last couple of years. It is very calorie laden, but I think Christmas is the one time where you can really totally be guilt free and, and indulge and you only have to have a small glass. It's got a lot of cream. It's got a lot of egg. I temper the eggs so they're not raw, um, but it's got this beautiful, it's like having a cinnamon chocolate milkshake that is slightly alcoholic. 
just while I've talked about the alcoholic side of things, I've also got a dessert that I highly recommend, and that is Crunchy Bar Ice Cream. So this is a really easy recipe. You whip up the cream, you mix through condensed milk, crush up crunchy bars, a bit of vanilla essence, and then your alcohol of choice. For me, I like to put in whiskey, but you could put Baileys, you could put Kahlua, anything that floats your boat, just a little bit, and then you've got just a special ice cream to have on that special day. So they are the things that I do to get into the festive season. I hope that you have a very magical Christmas. I think our lives are short and we have to celebrate these special occasions and make them magical for everyone. Try and not get too stressed. I say that I've had Christmases where I have been. So I'm going to try and roll into this Christmas with a positive mindset. And look, it's about time that the Christmas carols were put on. We Need to Talk with Tony Street. To get in touch, email we need to talk at coastonline.co.nz. If you enjoyed this podcast, click to share with family or friends. Catch more from Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. Listen 5 till 9 weekday mornings on Coast FM or check out the Daily Breakfast Catch-Up podcast right here.